The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Well, there's a lot to get to. Uh, two big news and notes around the AFC West, and uh, could be Denver involved with a potential trade up. Trading up is really going to be the theme of this Denver Broncos podcast, which, of course, you can find at milehighsports.com. That's at milehighsports.com. Of course, it's presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Be sure to go on over there on the web. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K Radio on Twitter. Where uh, news on Twitter breaking that uh, well, kind of sent a little bit of a shockwave out there. Now, of course, you do have to consider who is actually reporting this news. Dan Silo on Twitter throughout uh, oh, must have been a couple days ago. The idea that uh, the Bengals, as he has been told are listening to offers for the number one pick in the NFL draft from five teams. The Denver Broncos are one of them, along with the Miami Dolphins, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Chicago Bears, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I will tell you this. Uh, First of all, immediately I think many people uh, look at this and say, okay, well, first of all, uh, why would Denver want to trade up unless it's for a quarterback? Okay. Let's hit pause on that discussion for a second, okay? Um, a NFL GM's job is to gain knowledge, is to gain knowledge, is to gain understanding of what teams are doing, is to understand price tags. Um, you know, these are things that uh, the the NFL GMs need to understand. Um, it way wouldn't be doing their job if they're not reaching out to find the price tag for the number one pick, the number two pick, the number three pick. This is this is one of those deals where information is power and learning what the uh, price could potentially be, whether it maybe be a couple picks and a player, and maybe all of a sudden it lines up. Remember, if you're the Denver Broncos, you know uh, you're probably not trading up to number one for a quarterback, but maybe it's for the best pass rusher in the league. Maybe it's uh, to gain more ammo to trade back down uh, to to get to number three or four, and then maybe you're taking Jeff Akuda. Maybe you're taking uh, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. I I mean, there are many different things that uh, the Denver Broncos could be doing here. And it, it's just, in all true honesty, the reality is is that, look, trading up doesn't make sense for the Denver Broncos because, you know, when you trade up, you're spending those assets for a certain pick. And unless that certain pick is a quarterback, it really just kind of doesn't make any sense. So I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you need to look at the idea of understanding what the knowledge is, uh, the value of that, and then computing that to what could potentially be the value later on down the line, and also understand what a potential division rival could be paying. Because like I mentioned in this report, the Los Angeles Chargers are also named in this report as well, too. So it should be noted. Now, trading up is actually something I think the Denver Broncos could be looking at doing. Now, if you 
were to just lay out what the Denver Broncos are seeking when it comes to the NFL draft. They're probably looking at wide receiver. They're looking at uh, cornerback. They're looking at offensive line position-wise. Okay, This is a very deep wide receiver class. So the idea that they could trade up maybe for some other talent and then find a wide receiver a little bit later in the draft that otherwise would have been higher but got pushed down because you have such a crop of players. I mean, we're talking about uh, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. I mean, there are... Wide receivers galore. LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado. I mean, there are many talented players that could potentially go in this first round. And, you know, uh, is a Justin Jefferson, is a LaVisca Chenault maybe a top 10 pick if Jerry, Judy, CeeDee Lamb, Henry Ruggs is not in this draft? Very much potentially. You know, that, that kind of shows you the kind of talent that they have. And if you're the Denver Broncos, maybe you take advantage of that a little bit later in the first round and trade back up into it. Or if you're the Denver Broncos, maybe you're trading up for the best cornerback in the draft, which I believe is is a clear-cut, unanimous vote with Jeff Akuda out of Ohio State. Tremendous tackler. Uh, I, I don't think he was as good a prospect as his, his uh, former Buckeye teammate. Uh, but gosh, you're talking about incredible uh, instincts, skills. He's he's not only big, but he's athletic, which is crazy because you know usually if you're a corner, you're one or the other. You're really big, tall, but you're kind of lanky and you're not as athletic. Or you're five eight, five nine, and you're super athletic, speedy, and you can jump real high. He's kind of like a bit of both. Um, now you know, particularly for tall cornerbacks, you know that's just a natural. The height is just a natural. Uh, advantage for you uh, because the ability that look wide receivers are getting taller in this league and they are getting very skillful now they are starting to combine the size and speed together uh, and so corners definitely have to you know the the days of five eight five nine corners boy it's getting tough it's getting very very tough and you know as far as a, Q, a cb1 or cb2 you know that's it's not a negative or a ding by any means, but certainly if you can get a guy who is six one, six two, or you know a guy like Jeff Akuda with his speed, his strength at six one, two hundred pounds, that's that's a nice mold for somebody who could be your franchise cornerback. Because remember, you know, will the Denver Broncos be keeping Chris Harris Jr.? That's certainly going to be uh, a, a interesting topic of discussion as free agency kicks off and. You know, Bryce Callahan is somebody who came in in the offseason, and quite frankly, they don't know what he is. That a sole unknown right now for the Denver Broncos. And certainly, uh, look, this is a player that could be a major impact if they were to trade up. Now, you don't need to trade up to number one. Uh, this is where Denver could be trading up to the number four spot, five spot. I, I know Washington probably likes the idea of just picking Jeff Akuta straight outright. Um, you know, the, and there's so much talent in this draft, and that's where I, I, I really think you're going to see a rock-solid top five. You're, you're going to see uh, Joe Burrow likely the pick at number one from Cincinnati unless Cincinnati were to just be absolutely blown away. It makes no sense for them not to pick Joe Burrow. But then you talk about Miami at two. Um, you know, look. Here's the deal. Uh, you know, potentially there um, with a uh, a trade that could involve you know moving moving down with Washington. Uh, they really like the there's reports at least the idea of Tua Tunga Viola. Uh, would Washington just straight outright pick? Uh, you know, look, you, 
Chase Young is a tremendous player. Uh, could be the next impact pass rusher. Many believe he, he is the most dynamic player in this draft. Detroit at three with the Giants at four. You know, they, these are these are teams that are really talent-starved. And I, I think that's where you start to see a trend of teams failing to trade down, which could hurt the Broncos. Because, you know, if you're Detroit, you know, I, I guess you're sold on Matthew Stafford to be your quarterback of the future for at least the next five years. So you're probably not looking at quarterback. You're just looking to build around and just be a better team. So you're looking for talent. The New York Giants, you have Daniel Jones as your franchise quarterback, and you have a franchise running back in Saquon Barkley, but you're looking to protect him, and you're looking for better pieces on defense. You know, uh, Miami at five, we talked about. If they're not trading up, you know, this is a team that, again, just looking for more talent. The, the first talented roster that really comes down the line is number six with the Chargers uh, in that 2020 draft. So I, I don't know if there's going to be a ton of movement when it comes to this Bron- when it comes to that top five, and uh, that may end up hurting the Broncos. As uh, look, seven, eight, nine, all could be looking for offensive weapons in this NFL draft. Uh, you know, at seven, Carolina could be looking for a next dynamic wide receiver. Uh, Arizona at eight as well too, to pair with Kyler Murray uh, and Jacksonville, obviously looking for more offense as well too after their six and ten finish. Uh, and maybe you're even looking at number 10, you know, is is uh, the Odell Beckham and Cleveland marriage, if you will, uh, over before it really even kind of started. Uh, you know, that's certainly something. So uh, Denver at 15, there are many, if you would, hurdles that are going to be needed to be cleared for Denver to pick up a Henry Ruggs, a C.D. Lamb, you know, an ideal number two guy. They're not going to be high enough for Jerry Judy. Uh, now, certainly a trade-up could potentially validate that. And, and quite frankly, any of these teams that we mentioned, make no mistake, even with the idea that, oh, well, they could pick up a star-wide receiver, if you dangle something good enough in front of them, if you dangle a carrot that is just juicy enough, uh, that is something that those teams would take advantage of. And look, Denver has a lot of ammo this year, and this is where I think Denver needs to be looking at moving up into the first round again instead of taking a pick at 15 and then moving up again or maybe packaging that 15th as well as maybe a third and a next year third, something like that, to get up to 10, 11 to ensure that you get your guy, whether your guy is CeeDee Lamb or Henry Ruggs or uh, whatever may be the case, maybe a Jeff Akuta slips, I doubt it, but certainly if you have the opportunity to get your guy, I think that is something that the Denver Broncos need to be looking at. You know, Instead of taking a chance on a bunch of guys, get two or three guys that you know are going to be stars for the next 5-10 years. A Jeff Akuta, a, a Jerry Judy, a Henry Ruggs. These are guys who are going to be impact players on an NFL roster for a long time, and I think that's if you're the Denver Broncos, I think that's where you should be looking at. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. So, trading up, that's the theme of the podcast. Could another potential trade-up be involved? And where do our divisional opponents pick? We'll discuss that next. So, welcome back to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. So, we were talking about trading up for the Denver 
Broncos and potentially where they could be moving to. I think the the price tag for the top five is going to be a little out of range, but when you look at seven through 11, really intriguing process because A, they're all outside of your division. Uh, Number six is the LA Chargers and number 12 is the Las Vegas Raiders. In division trading, there's always a different dynamic. I think a lot of teams tend to avoid that. Carolina at 7, Arizona at 8 are two non-conference opponents that I think are more than willing to look at potentially moving out of that spot if you were to blow them away. That's the key part. Is We're talking about a first-round pick as well as multiple picks in this draft and probably multiple picks in next year's draft. So would a team that is starved for talent want to reload maybe like an Arizona at eight who they have their franchise guy they have their franchise guy in Kyle Murray and uh, and Kyler Murray and quite frankly they actually have a pretty decent option a wide receiver and Larry Fitzgerald the uh, man who, who look he is beating father time apparently uh, still a tremendous option for Murray in that Arizona offense so I, I think there are real opportunities for the Denver Broncos to potentially trade up. Now, as we look at the other divisional opponents, when it comes to the Chargers, the Vegas Raiders, that is still very weird to say, the Las Vegas Raiders, or the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to rule the Chiefs out because, look, picking at 32, a team that's got a lot to work on roster-wise before the draft, we're, we're going to rule them out for a second. We're just going to talk about the Chargers and the Raiders, because those are two that are very much in the thick of things when it comes to potentially moving up. And, you know, maybe Dan Silo is on to something when it comes to moving on to number one. If you are the Los Angeles Chargers, we just got news of Phillip Rivers. That is official. They are no longer uh, going to be a pairing. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers splitting and mutually parting ways which is just weird to see. Philip. First of all, we've got to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. We've got to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, and now Philip Rivers no longer a Charger. It's just a, a, a weird change when it comes to those two teams kind of making moves that, uh, boy, have been staples for so long. Philip Rivers drafted, uh, what was it, 2004 with Eli Manning, and um, you know Eli Manning retiring this year, and... Phillip Rivers appears like he is going to continue to play, but it will be somewhere else and not with the Chargers. That opens up, obviously, a spot. What will the Chargers do? The immediate thought process is look at the franchise quarterback of the future. And I think if you're the Bengals... You know, Joe Burrow being from there, Joe Burrow showing everything that you think that you know, a, a pro quarterback should need. I, there, there are red flags. Well, I shouldn't even say there are red flags. There's a little bit of smoke, and there's there's always smoke. There's smoke with every prospect, even with Andrew Luck. I mean, you just you don't know for sure with all these prospects. But there are many uh, th- more than others that will validate uh, a strong NFL career through skill sets. You know, particularly with the quarterback position, everything between the ears, you know, above the shoulders. And I think Joe Burrow illustrates a lot of those characteristics and skill sets. Now, it all should be noted that this is a quarterback who uh, did not show off first round talent until the previous year. 
this most recent year is when Joe Burrow skyrocketed in his stock to an incredible year where he broke records in a completion percentage that was out of this world. Uh, stuff you just regularly don't see, um, particularly out of, <laughs> out of an LSU quarterback. But, you know, I, I think you are going to start to talk about, you're going to almost look for negatives. You know, when you're, you're trying to evaluate some of these guys, and if you're looking for this negative and you're trying to nitpick and you start to say, well, what if last year was an aberration? You know, what if Cincinnati thinks that? Maybe they are looking to trade down, and maybe this the uh, Los Angeles Chargers have this deal wrapped up, ready to go, that is just a sweet one that the Bengals can't resist. Maybe they go up to number one. I think there, there could be some action there or, or some potential uh, overall, I, I'm going to guess that nothing ends up happening. The Chargers end up picking six, and we'll see who they go with. You know, could the guy that they want be available? Don't know. Could free agency fill that void? Remember, this is a free agency that is going to be fast and furious with quarterbacks. We're talking about some of the biggest names, quarterback, biggest name quarterbacks being available. We are about a month away from Tom Brady being able to negotiate with all 32 NFL teams. I mean, that's kind of crazy when you really think of it. And then you talk about Phillip Rivers and, you know, uh, could the idea of Drew Brees be out there? Dak Prescott, what's going to happen there? I mean, we could see an incredible influx of movement at the quarterback position, which is so crazy because you usually never see it. But now all of a sudden all these stars have aligned and Denver could be aligned uh, um, to see that division change a lot, um, but maybe in a refreshing way, they're not going to be a part of that divi- that uh, shifting and that that change because of obviously what Drew Locke showed at the end of the 2019 season. And I think the Denver Broncos brass in their front office is very much sold on Drew Locke with the idea that, hey, let's build around this kid and let's see how good we can make this offense in 2020 by adding maybe another wide receiver, adding some talent at the uh, offensive line, uh, look, that's going to be a difficult thing to do, but certainly they can try and add depth in the draft because uh, protecting Drew Locke is going to be a big, big deal in the next year. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. You can check out uh, all the analysis from Mile High Sports on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio and at Mile High Sports. Uh, and, of course, you can check out the radio show as well, Two, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Monday through Friday. This is also a uh, show that is streaming on the website at milehighsports.com. And for you Mountain Standard Time listeners on the FM dial, 104.7 at 3 p.m. Or East Coast listeners online, uh, if you're in the Eastern Time Zone, then uh, 5 p.m. So on your drive home when you're stuck in New York or Boston or wherever the hell you are, uh, you can listen in to the radio show. We're always talking Broncos or Random things like, uh, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Mine personally is Tagalongs, and they are just tremendous. So, uh, Broncos trading up. I think there are chances that they go up, but more towards the, oh, early, you know, maybe somewhere around 8, 9, 10. That, that I think, is our, our final conclusion of this, as opposed to them going all the way up to a potential number one spot. I think this is just an NFL GM doing his due diligence. Look, more information is power, and quite frankly, John Elway wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't calling Cincinnati and Washington and Detroit and New York about all these potential price tags and seeing where things land, and then writing it down and seeing where they go from there when it comes to free agency and 
how that could play out and, and change the NFL draft. So, Broncos Blitz Podcast, if you missed any archived editions of the podcast, be sure to check it out at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. And, of course, always for Broncos coverage, uh, great writing from Rich, Zach, TJ Anilo, all the great writers at milehighsports.com. Nate Doug as well with some columns. Be sure to go check it out at milehighsports.com. We're all done for the podcast. Uh, of course, if you... Well, like the podcast, be sure to give it five stars anywhere where you can find your podcast. It's probably where you can find this podcast. So iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, of course, at milehighsports.com. And always post it up on our Twitter feeds at Ronnie K Radio. That is where you can find the podcast and subscribe. All done. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Broncos Blitz podcast, a podcast from Mile High Sports. Find us at milehighsports.com, milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.